Welcome back, listeners, to episode 246 of the FPL Surgery Podcast. We're recording. It's Tuesday, the 3rd of May. The game week 35 has just ended, and that we're now going into the biggest double game week of the season, game week 36. Then there's another double in 37, and then it's the final game week, probably the most fun game week of the season. And this week, we're joined by, I believe it's his third appearance on the pod, at least. Um, he's been a great supporter of the pod over the years. It is, of course, Ross aka as fpl merch and i also noticed earlier i i i must have mentioned this before i didn't realize you had two top sorry two top let me say that again i didn't realize you had two top why can't i say this (laughs) (laughs) gotta take more water with it rich (laughs) i'll start again i didn't realize you had two top 10k two two k's why can't i say it (laughs) oh top 2k Top yeah. three Ks, yeah. Top three K. That would have been a lot easier to say. I'm not even going to edit all of that out. Like, okay, all right. Me, we'll me just bumb- go with it. Me, me bumbling along. But yeah, yeah. how are you, Ross? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for that wonderful introduction um, and reminding me that I once was a good FPL player. <laughs> You're having a good season. It's, it's not too bad. It's been a frustrating year, hasn't it? It's been frustrating for everybody um but i'm yeah i'm in the top 70k now uh which is my highest rank of the season so hopefully i can i can just get up to the top 50k that would be nice yeah that's what you want you want the momentum i can see you've had a lot of green arrows recently yeah the momentum i'm starting yeah what's going on the momentum (laughs) (laughs) is um that i want one of these uh mugs from fpl merch <laughs> i want one for myself did you hear what happened to to my one uh it was your builder broke it didn't he yeah it was the plasterer oh, the plasterer right. bloke broke it yeah i did tell him to break it so you can buy a new one <laughs> I, th- I think i will i think i will i think i will i'm i must admit i was quite mortified when it was given to him because i didn't want to have to explain what it was um mm. For people that don't know, you make mugs and well, lots yeah. of other things as well. Thanks. But um, they have your rank history on. I I didn't want to have to ex- explain to a plasterer no. um, uh-huh. what the mug was for. <laughs> we're very very closet players, aren't we? Exactly. Exactly. We're, we like playing FPL, but we don't like talking about it to normal people. No, we like to keep it. Yeah, keep it <laughs> keep it slightly private. But yeah, I love those mugs. So I I will order another one. I will. Oh, thank you, thank you. I paid you to say that, of course. But you did, thank you. And I will spend that money on a mug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so I like. Thank you. Yeah. But should we should we get into the game week just gone? Mm-hmm. Um. So like I mentioned, that was game week thirty five. There was a lot of big swings um coming out of the game week anyway, mainly due to the Spurs game. Oh, indeed. But, yeah how how was your game week it wasn't too bad actually I scored 52 points and I will take that because I got a I think a 6k rise which which is all right where I where I'm at but the frustrating part is of course the Spurs game and not having Sun I had Kane as captain and Kulisevsky um which you think that you would you would get a really good rise from that. But I think mm. I rose about 2K in that game because I don't have Sun. And that just seems to be the case every time Spurs do well. And it was a little bit of a... I had to look at this game week a, a few game weeks back and target it to have Spurs players in it. And it's just frustrating where you kind of you target this game and... You make the right call, but you just don't have that player that goes off. And it always seems to be Sun at the moment, doesn't it? it yeah. I mean, since, yeah, since game week, what, 28, 29, it's been, mm-hmm. it's been a big swing. And I know you worked out the points. I, w- I wish you hadn't worked out the, the difference. Yeah, I, but... <laughs> I, work, I wish I hadn't worked them out either. Um, but yeah, I worked out that because I wildcarded on game week 28, and this is why, and I had Sun in my team before I wildcarded but I changed out Sun for Kane just because the structure was better wasn't it I think most people can agree that when they wildcarded around then everybody was talking about Kane being the better option because there's no forwards in the game that's worth having Um, and then since then um, I've lost out about 62 points just from the Son versus just Kane thing. Just from that Son versus Kane. And if I'd captain Son 
when I captained Kane in those weeks and it just happened to be the weeks where Son went off and I also saw that Son has been the top point scorer in three of the last six game weeks for the whole game and and he seems to do it as well when people are captaining Spurs assets mm-hmm. yeah. it doesn't seem to be these random you know you get the random double game weeks where Spurs have got a single it doesn't seem to be those it just seems to be the ones where people are putting the captaincy armband on them Indeed, it's yeah. the favourable matchups, isn't it? It's the one that's where you can tell, where you kind of put your trust in Spurs. And a, a couple haven't, because I captained him a couple of weeks ago where they lost, didn't they? Was it to the Brighton? Brighton one? That was yeah. the Brighton one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was glad I free hit that week and it was scary not having any, any Spurs. <laughs> But right. yeah, so it's not been pure games for Son owners. But... No, but but the thing is, when even if Spurs lose and do really badly, or if they win and you captain Kane, the the gains are literally so kind of minuscule. It's it's just the same as them having a bad game week. So you're just not getting any advantage from it at all. No, I guess the one good thing is you've got Kulusevski as well. So that's at least mm. doing something because he's been brilliant. Oh, he's been great for his price as well. Mm-hmm. Real cheap asset. And I thought I was being clever as well in wildcard because he's, what, four and a half, five million cheaper than Sun. And yep. yet he's kind of producing the same. And he's had 12 returns in the last 12 games, which has been absolutely incredible. But you don't you don't get anything when Sun's scoring 21 and 19 points. No, and it's actually overshadowing what Kulusevski's doing. So what mm-hmm. Son's doing is overshadowing that. It's even mm-hmm. overshadowing what Kane's doing. I mean, he's not been incredible points, but, you know, when he's putting up like a 13-pointer, 10-pointer, 6-pointer, it's just being completely overshadowed. <laughs> he's he's doing better than... Well, he had four assists a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? He's, he's doing better than he had been at the start of the season, that's for sure. But I mean, the, yeah, a lot better. And their stats look quite, you can compare them. They look pretty, underlying stats, that is, they look pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Kane actually edges it slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. Since game week 28, um, Kane has 4.74 XG to Suns 4.41. Yeah. So the variance there is just kind of off. The, I, I know Sun always outperforms his XG anyway. Because he's such an elite finisher. But, but Kane's an elite finisher. This yeah, is, exactly. Is what, yeah. Right? Kane's a consistent <laughs> 20 goals a season player. Exactly. And he's, and he's added assists to his game as well. I just think, yeah. Because I, I I mean, I did the same as you. Actually, before we before we go on to my team, Ross, you did do a good transfer this week. I did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I'm happy with that. I yeah. took out, um, who did I take out? I took you took out, out Havertz for Foden. Havertz. Yeah, 928. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I left it late. I like to leave it late so these days. I, I think it's mainly from the winter where you literally had to wait until the last minute to see whether a game was playing. But that's what I like to do now. But yeah, yeah, I'll happily take those two assists from Foden. But yeah. you don't, what you don't know is um, I was torn between making that move or doing a minus four and taking out Trent and Havertz for Matty Cash and Son. Who would you have captained? I would have, I would have probably captained Kane because okay. I'm so yeah. I'm so far in on Kane that yeah, I, but... <laughs> I, I don't feel right changing my captaincy because if Kane then absolutely fires, then I'll be gutted. No, I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. And I actually had a few options where I would have got Son. It, but I needed Liverpool leaks and I would have done the same as you. I wouldn't have captained Son. I'd have still captained Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about leaving transfers late, I did mine at 10.46. I've just checked. Nice. Yeah, because I, I was waiting for a Liverpool leak and there just wasn't one. Be- and I no. had all these ideas in my head. Like If Simicast started, I could do James to Simicast and then I could upgrade um, Havertz to Son and have the three Spurs attackers. Um, but they've, and if Salah was benched, I was going to do Salah to Son for the week and then back. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we that didn't would have, have been good too, yeah. I mean, both of them would have been brilliant. Um, but I needed to get rid of Habits because I had three Chelsea, so he was always going. And I had four options, and I picked the worst one. I went for Coutinho, 
because it enabled doing James to Robertson for next week, for the next double. Right. Yeah. The other guys I looked at were Jota. He got an assist. Foden, who obviously got two assists. And then Zaha, who scored off the bench. So I was I was really annoyed with Coutinho because I, I didn't particularly like it. Um, no, there there was nothing really that was crying out to me with Coutinho. The stats had kind of really dipped, haven't they, the last few weeks? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I wasn't a fan when he decimated my rank, you know, in, tw- in the last double, um, mm-hmm. when he went off against, what was it, Leeds and Southampton, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I feel like he's a player I now don't want to play this week in 36. Like, mm. I'll start him, but I'm not confident. I think 37, obviously, I'd want him. I put myself in a horrible position, and I'm annoyed at Coutinho. Not necessarily the player, but I, I think my move was awful. Um, even though I gained, like, two points, Havertz luckily only got the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy with it. And, I mean, but I got 46 points. I'm 10.1K. It's, no chips left. It was worth a go anyway, wasn't it? Because it was against Norwich. And he is yeah. typically better at home than he is away, isn't he? Yeah, no, he is. He is. It's just with Trent missing out as well. It meant I had two Villa players because I got Ramsey off the bench um, just to right. <laughs> double, you know, double my pay. Now I've got two Villa attackers when I didn't even really want one. I've just had mm. Ramsey sat there for a while. Coutinho <laughs> seemed like, I mean, that was a very popular move as well, the Havertz to Coutinho move. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. it was. It made a lot more sense maybe for people who are free hitting in, in 36. And um, even kind of take going with Foden it was a gamble because he might not start it wasn't 100% that he would start so I was kind of a little bit nervous because Havertz I thought Havertz would start all along because I don't think the comments that Tuchel made suggested that he was worth a rest Um, but yeah it could easily have backfired yeah there were those doubts around Foden um and I guess we didn't know that KDB wasn't going to play either but mm-hmm. I'm just a bit annoyed with myself like, I'm I mean rolling would have probably been even better because there's now problems like I've made um I've set myself up to get Robertson in but now Robertson's mm-hmm. playing tonight I don't know if you've seen in yeah. the Champions League mm-hmm. so it's like is that even a good tra- I've set myself up for a transfer that I might not now want to do also I've blocked myself from doing Kulisevsky up to up to Foden for for a week Right. So I've kind of blocked myself from two transfers mm. I really like for 36. Yeah, um, that's tough, isn't it? On a transfer, I didn't really need to do. Because it is tough with Robertson because you would think that he he might get a rest against... He's not going to get a rest against Spurs and Spurs likely could score, but he the, could against Villa. Yeah, and that's the thing. And we are recording before that Liverpool game. So maybe he gets reduced minutes and, you know, people listening will say, mm-hmm. well, it's fine to fine to go for Robertson. But yeah, it is a it is a risk. Um, it's just an unnecessary headache. And obviously, I guess the Champions League is going to change a lot of our, our plans as well. Oh, so yeah. A lot, and, lot of eyes on those. And Europa. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it feels like it's the biggest double there is, but it doesn't feel straightforward because I... I don't know about you, but I feel like it's going to be hard to get, you know, 11 players doubling or 15. Some people aren't going to be on bench boost. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be tough to get a lot of them out. And there's a lot of team players with doubles that you, you might think will play one, like James and Alonso. Yeah. Maybe them playing one is just as good as Robertson maybe playing one, maybe playing two. How many doublers do you have right now? Do you know what? It's funny because I've been slagging off bench boost all year. Mm-hmm. I've got 14 doublers. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they good on your bench, though? They're not bad. To be honest, one of them's Gelhart. So I've got 13 like proper okay. doublers. Yeah. But yeah, I've got like Kudasevsky on the bench, Ramsey on the bench. I think we both um, bench boosted. Oh, no, we didn't bench boost in. Was it 28? Oh, no, or the so game I... where we had Kulusevski and Trent on the bench? That was the 30 odd points on the bench. That yes. Week. So I did. I, that was the week. Up, so we wildcarded the same yeah, week. But I right. bench boosted like game week nine, game week eight oh, or okay. nine. Right. Yeah. Mine was long gone. I hate the bench boost. And now I'm sat here with a squad that I probably could bench boost with one transfer by, by fluke. <laughs> How did you do in that week? In my bench boost week? Yeah. Um. So I got seven points on my bench boost. 
the week later that same bench got like 25 uh, i remember yeah. that and you yeah. got a stick from reddit as well didn't you oh that was a couple of seasons ago yeah all oh, right <laughs> <laughs> calling me lazy because I didn't want to plan for a bench boost yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah she was it's not for everybody no it's not no, reddit's for nobody the only person I know that that was popular on reddit was Dave somehow he got he got away with it yeah he was yeah James yeah. as well James is quite popular my business it's, partner tongue in loftus yeah, yeah I love that name tongue in loftus but yeah it's because they can write and they can write well that's it yeah right? and they write funny stuff Mm-hmm. what was it james used to write it was called like twat yeah of the week yeah that's it yeah <laughs> it would find the worst team in the top 10k yeah yeah that's it en- <laughs> enough of my business partner you'll get a big head from this yeah no all right we'll move on we'll, go, we'll get straight into well we've got to look forward to the double game which i guess we've touched on already quite a few good questions on twitter so i think if we slowly work through those and um, we should cover quite a few quite a few topics just just by doing that first question we had on twitter was from mark um so how many ex- hits are acceptable in a big double game week given that it's just two game weeks from the end of the season should we surf the variance wave or should we take a hit to remove players with a less nice double for other players with a more nice double obviously there's going to be so many different strategies and so many different chips mm-hmm. um, in, in play at the moment now obviously someone like myself i've got no chips so i'm just trying to get through you know the, the, the next three i believe you're free hitting in in 37 37 yeah 37 so I mean, are you going to be looking at doing any hit? I think the team that I have now, I've got 11 uh, doubles, double players that mm. I quite like the look of as well. Um, I who's, think the Ju- wor- who's the worst one? Yeah, I think Dewsbury Hall's probably, but I think that is kind of price um, because he's just 4.4, just mentally yeah. think that he is the worst. But he probably has the best double and... Didn't he rest at the weekends? So he might well play kind of midweek and then those two games. Um, I, I think the I think he might well play those two anyway because he does seem to play every game. Dewsbury Hall is quite um, quite good like that. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be one of those ones again though, isn't it, where you keep an eye, keep an eye on Europe. Yeah, but I wouldn't be worried about taking a hit. I wouldn't certainly mm. let the fact that there's three game weeks influence me on how many hits I take. I know a lot of people do say, oh, don't take hits at the end because you won't make up um, that over the course of just those few game weeks. Um, I think if you want to be attacking and you want the players that you want for that week, I think I think minus eight is probably where i would go minus 12 at a push if i was if i was bench boosting i would do minus 12 um but that would be the absolute limit yes something i've learned this season was i was being so normally in normal seasons i'm doing like way too many hits like far like far too many and this season i got in a place where i was just i was doing no hits Mm -hmm. um and then i noticed i was starting to stagnate drop a little bit I feel like because there's been so many doubles, I should have been more attacking. I should have been doing more hits because there's so much opportunity. Mm. So I was choosing the completely the wrong season to be passive. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think hits are more justified. I mean, obviously, I would take into account that it's getting to the end of the season because obviously there is less time for it for it to pay off. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, it has been the season, isn't it, where the likely the likely kind of transfer um has done has done well um but i was just looking back at my history and i took three minus eights in the co- in the space of four game weeks i took four in the space of six game weeks during the middle kind of the covid part of the season and i was taking minus eights and then half of my teams weren't playing for covid so it can't be, can't be any worse than that. No. <laughs> now, at least you know all the games are going to play and at least you know you're going to pick the best the best players for that. It's been just an awful season for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a good point you make because it, it has been adjusting from that where that point of the season, I, w- I just wasn't doing hits. And a lot of weeks mm-hmm. I was going in with nine or ten starters and I knew mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But 
it was just kind of get getting through it because they weren't doubles so they weren't like high upside from doing like a hit mm. but then it's been adjusting from that to all the doubles i've probably been a bit slower than some you know actually doing that um, yeah because some doubles really really done well haven't they like the likes of bruno a few weeks ago and ronaldo um more recently and salah of course i mean with, with hits are there any players you'll be looking at to to do a hit like you know i guess maybe the the main targets for this week like obviously <laughs> there's going to be ones like there's going to be salah um <laughs> he, he'd be quite a standout and i feel like if i didn't have trent or Cancelo, for example I'll yeah. be able to justify hits for them, especially as Trent's just rested. I think Trent definitely. Um, mm. Kinsella has kind of dipped a little bit, hasn't he, in form? I would say Son, <laughs> mainly because he's he's firmly in my mind at the moment. Um, I would take a hit to get Son, and I think Richarlison would be a good shout as well. Um, if you didn't have anybody else up front. Um, he would be hit worthy because he's got two really good fixtures um, in the next two game weeks. And of course they've got everything to play for. And he seems absolutely fired up where he's hurling stuff into the crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Those players, especially with doubles and penalties, I do like them. Like Richarlison, Mm. like you you mentioned, he's on, obviously he's on penalties. Yeah. I mean, I guess oh, I'm always a big fan of Pookie, but then he's only got the one double, whereas I guess Richarlison does have two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's true. I, for, that. I mean, I'm free hitting, so I don't have to worry about that so much. No, so your hits would probably be less justified. So your hits mm-hmm. as in your free hitting in 37. I feel like your hits would be less justified than yeah, someone because... else. But then again, with Son, I guess if you got Son in this week, you could then you've still got him in 38 when they play Norwich yeah and I really want him for Norwich as well this isn't to remove Kane though no it would just be addition (laughs) um I can just I can just see him taking a penalty in 38 there's just part of me thinks that if he's close to that golden boot Kane will let him take the take the penalty I see. I I've got a few. Maybe I'm being hopeful because I don't own Son. I've got a few reasons I think it won't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, I think Salah's just going to pull clear. Second of yeah. all, <laughs> I looked at um, Son's penalty record, and it, to be honest, a lot of it you have to go quite a way back. Um, yeah. But he's, I think he's scored seven and missed four. Okay. So, so his record's not amazing at penalties, despite being a good finisher. Um, his, his penalty record's not that great, and also Kane probably wants to go for this all-time Premier League record. But um, you would think, though, that Spurs are going to be two or three goals up against Norwich in 38, where the case would be that Kane would let him take it. I think if, you know, if top four is on the line and they need to, to win and they're kind of level or just one up, I think Kane will take it. But I think there is a circumstance where he could let son take it no i could see that and i guess especially if then son's on like a brace or something maybe mm-hmm. he'll take it just because like you said they won the game mm-hmm. but i'll just i'll have that as a very small factor in my in my mind and believe me i do want to get to son i don't know if i'm going to be able to because mm. i don't want to sacrifice 36 <laughs> and 37 too much okay yeah but so coming back i guess to to the hits that you'll do so obviously we discussed richarlison we discussed son we met we touched briefly on trend didn't we I think that's one I'd yeah. definitely because I've seen a few teams where they've got Robertson instead of Trent. Obviously, there was these circumstances where Trent was out and people went for Robertson. Maybe he's hard to get back in. But I mean, going into a double game, we I'd want Trent. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm kind of glad that I, I didn't take that hit because I would have taken Trent out. And it, he's more than likely going to play both games now. I think I would... I would easily take hits on players who have single game weeks to ones who have doubles and maybe ones who have double doubles. Um, I think that is worth taking a hit for any day. Yeah, because that... you kind of just want to go for the gamble, don't you? You want that extra game. I know it costs four points for that extra game, but if you're pl- bringing in players that are that are good players... You can try and count on them to get a return, and if they are, then you you're in profit, aren't you? It doesn't take much; just one one point is profit. 
And I mean, Trent, I mean, look at what Alonso did in the double game week just gone. I mean, Robertson did it in, in a game week that not that long ago as well. I mean, Trent can easily put up, you know, like 20 plus points probably, mm-hmm. um, you know, without without him to do much. And I, I feel like Robertson, because he's been getting the points, I feel like, a, and I'm, I'm going to sound really bitter saying this, but I feel mm-hmm. like Trent is still quite substantially clear of Robertson. It's just the points don't show that. Yeah, and you kind of get this every season, don't you, where Trent has a little dip and Robertson does well. But Trent is 8.5 million for a reason, isn't he? Because he's consistently good, just like Salah. You don't expect them to to not get any returns for the rest of the season, do you? Well, no, exactly, exactly. Um, so we've kind of, we've also got a couple of questions on on chips. Um, I'm sure we'll come back to more 36 and 37 stuff. So another question from Mark was, which has the biggest upside? Now, this is interesting because you're free hit in 37. Mm-hmm. Free hit in 36 or free hit in 37? Well, I would I would say 37 because <laughs> I'm doing it. <clears throat> but the only reason why I would say 37 is because we're likely to have all the players that we need for 36 already. Or the bulk of the players. So, I mean, so you're missing Son, but you have everybody else. That is it really worth free hitting just for one player? Whereas in 37, you can have, I think my template has about seven, seven double game week players who I'm playing over players. I'm not so confident in getting returns um for the single game week so i I can see the benefit there because i'm getting seven extra games plus there is that little gamble of maybe the players that i I had won't do anything and then i'm absolutely quits in then yeah so i agree with you i think it sounds like obviously 36 is going to probably or almost certainly have a higher score like a higher average score Mm-hmm. But it's probably not going to be like the optimal team, as it were. Probably no. isn't going to be that much better than, you know, a standard team that someone mm-hmm. someone's built. So I can I can see that. I also really like the fact that I mean, we obviously mentioned stuff like Spurs players. You know, they they go. I mean, they do have a nice thirty-seven, so it's a bad example. But there's a lot of good teams in thirty-six that double, that then have yeah. amazing fixtures in thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, yeah. And so being able to just temporarily remove them. And, does, and not so does, much in 37 either, because you're playing the likes of Palace, Everton, um, Villa, Leicester. Those those teams are, are good for 37, but not so much in 38 either. Yeah. So it you rem- get them out instantly. It reminds me a lot of the the 33. So I, I did a pod with Sam and we both free hit in, in game week 33. That was the one uh, where Man United doubled. And Ronaldo mm-hmm. got a hat trick, and it, the transition reminds me a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a it's a smaller double, but you've got stuff like yeah, so Villa go from a double double into awful game, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can see the appeal, but I'd imagine most people have made their, or I'd hope most people have made their decision now, because it's probably a bit late to change your mind. Yeah, you'd think, you'd think, but I did look at thirty six, and I thought, oh, should I? Should I bench boost? Is that no? Should I free hit? Is there something there? But there isn't. I, these things change, don't they? Because in 33, I bench boosted, but I okay. wasn't going to until the very end. I did. I changed everything. Um. So yeah, there might be some people out there that's getting something from this. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the other way you could go. I guess talking to last minute switches would be. I guess you could use it in 38 i've never been a huge fan of it but i guess mm. it's not much dissimilar as in it, you could bring a load of um you know players for 37 you could get you know your villa players your palace players everton at quite short notice and then just free hit to a nice team in in 38 which yeah yeah i thought yeah. that but 38 is just a lottery isn't it generally there's some random things that happen in 38 i, I remember it was competing with a friend last year and we did the um the match of the day challenge and oh yeah free hit and i didn't um and he lost 20 points or so on his kind of the team that he had by free hitting <laughs> <laughs> so i thought i, I thought i'll never do that <laughs> i mean it could happen to you in 37 <laughs> yeah it is true it is true yeah, yeah. With, the, with the people that i'm bringing in 
Yeah. Did you have like an idea of your 37 team? I do, yeah. I, I did a little template. Oh, nice. So I've got Pickford in goal, who's who's got a double, Brentford, two home games, Brentford Palace. I have Trent, uh, Matty Cash and Cancelo. Mm-hmm. I've got Salah, Coutinho, who's got the double. Zaha has got a double. Madison, who's got a double. Um, Harry Kane, who I could change to Sun, actually, for one game week, depending on whether I... Can you imagine, though, if yeah, Kane this... just goes <laughs> off? I can't, I can't do it. I, I think I have to die with Kane. And then I've got Watkins, um, who's got two good home fixtures, and Richarlison. So you've got seven doublers. So I've got seven doublers, and then I've got Kane, Salad, Trent, and Cancelo, just for kind of EO purposes, just so I don't get any serious losses. I can negate those losses by those four players and then attack those other the other players. No, I like it. I do like it. Um and then you've obviously got a good team to go back to in back to in, in 38. 38, yeah. Yeah. It does remind me a lot of 33. And I guess there's been a few doubles like this where you do have to go a bit against the template, as it were. Mm-hmm. And that that Kane and Son thing, that's gonna be such a discussion because I, I'm thinking of it as well. Like I've got obviously got Kane and Kulu as well, and I'm Obviously, I don't have any hit, uh, any chips. I'm thinking if I did have both in 38, would I captain Kane? Would I captain Son? There's, there's no real way round it. Like, as in, there isn't, yeah. we could. So I kept captaining Ronaldo uh, instead of Bruno all season, and Bruno kept outscoring Ronaldo. Then when I free hit, I captained Bruno, <laughs> and Ronaldo scores a hat trick in the first game. <laughs> and it feels like it feels like that again, being on the wrong end of a swing, and I. I don't know if you, you just, just double down and keep going for the same thing. And <laughs> you just feel like the worst FPL player there is, don't you? Yeah, no, literally, yes. And I, I <laughs> always try and that. go for the penalties. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but Bruno, obviously, then missed a penalty the week after. But I thought Bruno's probably going to be on penalties. Yeah. I think it's a bit more, it's as clear as mud with those yeah. two at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's why I'm happy going with with Kane captain when I do it. I think it. I think you got to, at this point you got to double down. To get Sun would just be to get Sun. I think I still have to captain Kane because the stat, the stats don't really tell anything different than Kane being Kane being the choice. So he has to he has to perform at some point in the next few weeks, surely. You'd think so. But I mean, I thought that at the week, it's it's hard not to talk about Son Kane all the time. But, yeah. you know, I thought when Kane scored that first goal, I was like, yes. And I was, mm-hmm. like, I was a bit like, oh, why did it have to be Son who assisted? Yeah. But I was happy. I was like, here we go. <laughs> Check my live rank. Um, shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, I turned I turned the game off for the second half because I was busy. And then I came <laughs> back with five minutes left and it was three nil. And I, d- I wasn't going to check who'd scored. I just wanted to enjoy that moment. And I suss out and I was like, well, Sun has gone off. So surely he's not on a hat trick. It can't can't be that. And or Kane's kind of, he's really keen. He must be on a hat trick himself. But <laughs> when I looked, I was just absolutely devastated. I couldn't believe that it actually was the case that Sun had scored too. Also, Son keeps getting subbed off and keeping his clean sheet. Mm-hmm. And then that, that goal they then conceded dropped Kudaszewski's bonus by one as well. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, just rub just, it just in. Un- yeah, just unbelievable. But I'm I'm sure we have mentioned Spurs again before this pod ends. But <laughs> the second part of the question from Mark is asking about um, the best budget enablers that play twice in 36. Now, I think there's three here, really. And yeah, some. <laughs> I wish he was budget. He was a lot cheaper when we when we sold him on our wild cards, Ross. Or he was, yeah. <laughs> he was a, he was a lot cheaper. I didn't realise how much he'd gone up, but unsurprising. Yeah, but you've 10 obviously, million. yeah, you mentioned Jewsbury Hall. I guess there's also mm-hmm. Ramsey and and Gordon as well, mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsey, and that they obviously they both double in thirty six and thirty seven. Yeah, they're really cheap as well, aren't they? Ridiculous. They, they are. They are. And I mean, Gordon put up some pretty good stats this week. He um, did, didn't he? Yeah. Did. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he's the one. Like, I've got Ramsey and I'm not going to switch it because I don't think there's like that much between them. No, but I mean, Everton do have more to play for, don't they? Mm. 
They are, though. I saw, I think it's FPL Chase shared something on Twitter earlier. It's like a rolling, I'm going to explain it really poorly, but mm. over the last 10, he does this rolling XG um, and XG conceded uh, charts. And over the last 10, I think he had Everton as like the, the worst attack. Oh, really? Yeah. Below Norwich, which, I mean, surprising. But then again, mm. they're like playing quite negatively at the moment. Like, well, I don't know if you know this, Rich, but. Mm-hmm. Um, me and James have started a free newsletter. It's called uh, fpltips.com. <laughs> and in it has got like a little infographic um, that we produce. And Everton were bottom of the chart for X- XGC for weeks and weeks on end. And it's only in the last couple of weeks that they have moved up the rankings. Um, Is that as, um, sorry, for XG or XGC? For well, they were pretty much bottom for both. For both, yeah, I was gonna say. But it's only just recently that they've gone gone up um, in, over the last two or three game weeks. And I don't know if you saw the um, the pre-game on Monday, but they were they were talking about that Lampard's is kind of shifted the team's play to be more direct. Um, and that is that has really helped them as well. So trend tr- possibly trending in the right direction. I mean, it, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't trend in the worst direction when you're when you're bottom. But yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you could no, stay there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to to be honest, I I I probably am a bit exposed if I don't get some some Everton in. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it just depends depends on on team structure really. I, I wouldn't mind having one, but mm. at the same time, if I don't get one, I'm not going to be too worried. Yeah, I guess I could <clears throat> I could move Dewsbury Hall for um Gordon. That would be quite easy, but is it really worth it? Because you're free hitting Dews- anyway. So maybe if you were in like a chipless scenario, maybe Dewsbury Hall to Gordon is good because you'll then get, you know, I know Dewsbury Hall's got a double double, but Leicester might be more prone to rotation. Yeah, that is um, true. And Gordon's you- likely to play both. Well, he will play both, won't he? You'd have, you'd have thought so. There's been a lot of people saying he's been, the, you know, one of their best players in recent weeks. But then one of the doubles, he did end up getting benched. Um, I think it was the one where they played Burnley. I think the first game of that double, he was benched. I mean, there's been so many doubles. So he's not when, beyond rotation. But mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. That was when Lampard said that he hadn't been benched at all that season. And then the next game, he benched him. And it, and it happens. Yeah. So, and it happened like with Jusby Hall hadn't been benched for a while. And then, although that may true. have been a slight calf injury, I'm not, I, I think I saw something on that, but I'm not hundred uh, percent. So might be worth checking Ben Dinnery out on that one. Yeah. That's um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's loads of like cheap options. We're not always blessed with so many. So like oh, Ramsey, crazy, I'm, more, I'm more, than, more than happy with Ramsey. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm not desperate to start any of them. But <laughs> I, I think going back to the question, I think Kulusevski mm. is good for his price. He's, yeah. he's mid-priced, isn't he? What's so difficult at the moment, though, is it's because there's so many different chip strategies. You're trying to navigate all these doubles. You know, you're trying to almost rotate your bench players with your starters each game week to try and get this perfect. Like, it's almost like your mind's doing like the Matrix kind of mm-hmm. thing in your head so i could see scenarios where you sell kulazewski and then buy him back i mean i'm potentially looking at it as well um, don't get me wrong he's he's incredible but for people like me who haven't got a free hit in 37 <laughs> you know there's all these mid like i know we're talking about budget midfielders but there's like for example for next week i'm thinking i mean i've got katina already like zaha you know they've got mm-hmm. good fixtures he's on penalties i mean he's not very mm-hmm. good at penalties no. Um, but you know, there's players like that that maybe I'd rather have a Zaha in 37 for a week. And if I got stuck with him in 38, I think they've got a pretty good fixture in 38 as well. So I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed. Um, so I think, yeah. So I think I can see a world where, yeah, Kulisevsky, I think he's the best budget enabler. Um, if you're talking about that six million mark, but I can mm-hmm. still see a world where I'd consider selling him. Yeah, and then, and then buying him back for 38. Mm-hmm. It's the 38 as well. That is the that could really kind of they could just destroy Norwich, or they could lose to Norwich. It is just hit and miss with Spurs, I was isn't it? Say it is a way. 
And it was, do you know what? When I watch Norwich play, this is going to sound ridiculous. When I've watched them play, I haven't been, I don't feel like they're the worst ever Premier League team or anything like that. No, I mean, they only lost 3-2 to United, didn't they? Yeah, they beat Burnley. Beat Burnley. And the game against Villa, some people say that they played better than Villa did in that game. They they give up. They always give up. Like you always look at the stats at the end of the game. They give up like twenty shots. So I'm not. I'm not saying they're good, but I never feel like Norwich are like they're not going to lose like ten nil. I always have that in the back of my mind. <laughs> that you know, you know, like I think they're no, bad. Obviously they're bad. They deserve to be relegated. No. But I mean, the difference is now they are officially relegated. But mm. I th- I think a couple of years ago when they were in the same position, and then a couple of years ago before that when they were in the same position. And then a couple of years ago before that, when they're in the same position, yeah, I, I don't them. think that they they totally just stopped playing. I think I think they still kept on kept on performing. I mean, they've been weird because both times they've been in the Premier League, they've basically been relegated without being officially relegated. And they've been in that position for the last few weeks. And that happened, obviously, during the last time they were there. Um, I remember Pukki scoring a penalty against Spurs randomly. Um, you just love Pookie, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. He's, I mean, he's a good option, isn't he, for this week, though? Yes. I mean, he's the re- I've been I basically bought him all this week. Right. And I do have a route where I can move him to Richarlison, but I want to stick with Pookie. But there's there's so many things here with him, because first of all, I want to hear the press conference after they've been relegated just to make sure they're not mm-hmm. going to do anything silly and bench him. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Because um, last time he he just dropped from the, uh, the first team, didn't he, when they got relegated last time. But this time he is more in form, isn't he? I'm trying to think. I don't know of anyone who would play over him because they've had so many injuries. They've got a lot of lone players as well. So I wonder then if, if all the lone players end up playing. I think it's going to be one. I'm going to quiz a couple of Norwich fans I know on Twitter mm-hmm. about it this week. Mm. But my initial gut is he he plays i'm happy to start him and also they play west ham and leicester yeah so obviously depending on their results in europe if Rotation. they both win if they both win they're going to be heavily rotated and i'll, mm-hmm. I'll you know i'd be delighted to have pookie so yeah sorry i didn't yeah. mean to get that conversation onto pookie but yeah i'm, I'm De- excited about him for this week it's true depending on how it goes this week um they could have one of the best fixtures couldn't they in 36 against those two teams which so I mean, they would be exactly. tired anyway after after Thursday. We're going to go for the piss break, and then we're going to come back and go through a few more few more of the questions and discuss everything. Um, okay. So we're going to get one of your old uh, FPL merch adverts on. It's a good way to get J- uh, Dave back on the pod briefly <laughs> without his knowledge. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> all we permission, just, all permission. But he'll be fine. I'll, I'll message him after we've done it. Um, so we'll, we'll go quickly to the Iceman's piss. All right, mate. Oh, hey. Having a good night? Uh, yeah, fine, thank you. I'm just watching the game. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Do you like mugs? Um, what, like receptacles? Ah, yeah, like coffee mugs. Yeah, mugs. Do you like them? Uh, I suppose. Well, mate, if you play FPL, there's this guy right on Twitter called FPL Merch who makes mugs exclusively for those belter managers who finish in the top 100,000, right? I'm talking... 10k 50k 100k and i'm drinking out of one right now that i've got from last season because i did so well and i don't drink out of anything else are you interested my friend um no i'm all right thanks mate but if you get a top 100k finish then why not celebrate with an fpl merch top 100k mug mate no offense but you've been the weird guy in the pub toilet only 10 pounds our brilliant mug to mark your brilliant season seriously don't worry about it. Thank you, but I've got to go back to the second half. Ah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Welcome back. Um, so it's nice to hear from from Dave again, and I'm sure he won't <laughs> mind us using using that up. But we'll go back to a couple more questions. Um, so an- another question we had was about the triple captain. So someone without chips. I hadn't had thoughts about things like this for a while um mm. but if you had triple captain 
who would you like be looking at? It's difficult not to look past son, uh, son. <laughs> Salah. Mm. Is it? I mean, even if you triple captain him and he's majority owned, you're still going to gain what 120, 140% because he is going to be the most captained player this uh, this game week. But I mean, it all depends whether you're chasing or not, right? That's if you the are, thing. If you are chasing in your mini league, then I'd probably lean towards Sun. Yeah, things are not just team uh, team dependent now; they're rank dependent no. or mm-hmm. goal dependent as well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think personally, because I'm after just such a small gain to go up to the top 50k, I'm just thinking about ways to negate losses. But I know there's a lot of people that are out there that want to kind of gain considerable rank and if you have your triple captain then yeah or kdb kdb is another choice yeah son son or kdb i think if i was chasing i always think of mikhail tokram because we did a couple of pods with him and i want something i always remember is there was a, a week i think it was last year it must have been last season and obviously in his captaincy thing he had salah and kdb they were about 15 points on his algorithm mm-hmm. and i mean at the moment at this point he's on about salah's on about 13 and a half and i remember Mikel saying when it was 15 you don't generally get better captains so right. salah's pretty close to that and I'd, I'd imagine um that he'd be the highest one you know from a mathematical point of view for the rest of the season and i was looking at fpl um what was i looking at i was looking at live fpl earlier and it doesn't look like Salah's effective ownership is going to go over 200% because there's only about 3% of managers in the top 10K that have even got their triple captain chip left. Yeah, I saw not that. E- not everyone owns Salah. And like you mentioned, people are going to be trying to make bigger gains by going you know, for a, for a differential. So I think Salah for me will be by far the best um the best one best one remaining mm-hmm. like you said there's not long left to to go i think one thing that is in my mind is obviously there's a lot of weeks with big swings like the one we've just been through um with kane and son this week feels like if you just go for salah that's that's pretty safe I yeah think 37 and 38 though i think they're wide open so there's still a couple more swings to come yeah it's true because liverpool aren't doubling those teams aren't doubling in 27 are they um, and then yeah. you're putting them against ones who are like Richarlison, who could be a good good shout for 27 triple yeah. captain. I think so the way I'm approaching it is I've been stuck between like 10k and 20k for for months now, um, but my only goal is 10k, mm-hmm. and I've got no chips. So I feel like I just want to get through this week, and then I can attack 37 and 38 almost by accident because the captaincy is going to be wide open, and try to get lucky then. But I just think I'd. I think there's time to wait. I think this week you can go for Salah. Yeah, um, at the end of the day as well, it doesn't matter how highly owned um, the player is. You just want to get the maximum amount of returns out of a player, right? That's how I see it in in simple terms. Um, And going with Salah, you know, you're likely to do that. And you're basically, because he's not going to be above 200%, though, I know that EO doesn't matter that much, but because he won't be above that, you're basically getting Salah for free. As yeah. in, you're getting an extra Salah. You're getting like 100% of Salah. A free two, Salah. Two games. Yeah, you're getting, well, yeah, so two games of free Salah. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally think that's quite hard to turn down. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's the simple choice. It's the boring choice, but usually in FPL, the boring choice is usually the best choice anyway. Yeah, and it pains me to say it because I used to love having fun and just captaining Sterling, mm-hmm. but <laughs> those are the I've days. The, eh? the error and Ben Rama, but the error of my ways. Go for Salah. There's other times you can chase, I reckon. Especially this season, and especially down to the um, the Golden Boot race as well. He's gonna want. He's gonna want that. He's gonna be shooting everywhere. That's a see. That's a brilliant point. A lot of people are like, like you mentioned earlier, the son might w- think maybe he can go for the golden boot, but mm-hmm. obviously Salah's going to be very, very aware of this as well. Mm-hmm. So and he's he's got an advantage in goals already as well. But exactly. that's that's what he wants. That's what motivates him. Yeah, no, it is. It is. So yeah, boring answer, Salah. But mm-hmm. I like I, I do like your son shout. I can un- I can understand I can understand that. And if someone really has a gap to close. 
you've got three game weeks to go and you probably three good opportunities um there but we're moved quickly on so we've had a couple of questions about man city players now obviously man city a dublin it looks like a very kind double arguably better than liverpool's one so mm-hmm. the ice man's asked if mares is worth a point uh, a punt um mm-hmm. fpl john's asked foden or jesus and i know there's been a lot of um talk about kdb as well who's just who, you know he was rested um yeah for the, for the leeds game so are there any man city players you're you're tempted by well, I already own Foden, and I think he's probably as much risk. Well, I own Foden and Cancelo, and I think they're mm. probably as much risk as I'm willing to take, unless I can find a way to get Edison in, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. Um, KDB I like, and I think he will play both games, but of course you're restricting yourself and taking away a lot of investment elsewhere that you probably won't be able to get. You're going to have to lose one of kind of Robbo or Trent or Salah or uh, Son or Kane. Um, Iceman said about Mares, is that right? Yeah, he mentioned Mares. Um, obviously, we don't know the City lineup for the Champions League. He tends to mm. be favoured in the Champions League. He does, mid-week. yeah, and less so in in the Premier League. I think he started. He's played over 80 minutes in a game five times since game week 21. Oh wow, stat. That's a good stat. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise I can't, me. I yeah. just can't. I can't trust. I can't trust that. I can't trust him playing two games in a row. No, I I think you've done the brilliant thing going for Foden. I think he can match quite a lot of the output that KDB can. Obviously, you're already nine points up on it because you went for mm. it went for it last week as well. Um. And Mares is the one on penalties generally, so KDB hasn't True. even hasn't even got that. And oh. I know I talk about penalties a lot, but they make they make such a big difference. Yeah, and Sterling's taken them as well ahead of KD, KDB recently. Yeah, although his name's now mud in the FPL community after the last couple of weeks, where they've scored so many goals and he's and not he been involved. Had anything, no. Yeah, I, I think it's it sounds really boring, but Cancelo and Laporte, you know, happy with them, and then. Foden I I genuinely think Foden I'd like to be able to get to him myself I mean I I guess if people have gone for KDB you've then got a nice exit strategy to get to Son perhaps if if Mm -hmm. you're a Kane owner um so I mean I don't 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 hate it um but then KDB has a good game in 38 as well what they have Villa yeah And and then you've got to choose between KDB and Son and I guess then it depends, you know, if, you, if you're defending or, or chasing. Because if I was defending, I'd be going straight to Son. <laughs> straight to Son. But obviously, we know the pain of not owning Son. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's Man City. And the, the final question we're going through was Tropical FPL was asking the best mid-priced midfielders for the running. So obviously, we, we, you mentioned Kudasevsky. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we've talked a bit about Foden, Zaha. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison. Madison. I mean, he might have a bit of a, a knock, knock again, apparently. Yeah. yeah so he was he, out of the squad as well, wasn't he, at the weekend? Yeah. So, I mean, Saka's the obvious one. I think it's almost, mm-hmm. almost too obvious. obvious. I mean, yeah. It's. I'd say now he's borderline essential. Well. Yeah, the pens. I think he's borderline essential. Um, I was telling Nice Man and Josh this on WhatsApp the other day, and then he got the penalty, and it was like, oh yeah, because oh, I was kind of joking, but. Mm-hmm. I think he is essential. So he's almost not worth talking about. I feel like Salah and Saka. I mean, if someone's not got Saka this week, I think you've got to go for it. He's almost become the talisman, hasn't he, for Arsenal at the moment when it comes to FPL points. He's just really, really come along. I remember kind of during Christmas time or whatnot, I asked asked Nemo whether, because he was an Arsenal fan, whether Mm. he who he thought the best Arsenal pick was. And he said Saka, but it wasn't obvious back then that it was Saka. Um, but now it's just absolutely clear that he yeah. is the best best pick. Now he's on pens as well. It's just, a, it's really a no brainer. And there are people who don't have Saka. Yeah. So he's definitely worth worth mentioning at least. I mean, he was a, he was a funny one because a couple of weeks ago on the pod, I was saying I was getting a bit bored of him because I bought him in just before Christmas. And it was mainly because... He was nailed, basically. He, he'd get the most minutes and his stats are increasing. He's added penalties. And the the price is ridiculous. So actually, mm. we mentioned Kudazewski, but I think Saka's much more. 
he's going to be Much way more, more expensive next season as well. I'd have, th- I'd have thought so, yeah. I mean, could it even be worth adding an extra Arsenal midfielder? Because they're also cheap. Like Martinelli's cheap, Odegaard's cheap. Mm-hmm. I've I had Odegaard for a while and I really liked it. He, ju- he would just trickle in the points. I don't think he has done so much um, recently, mm. although he did score a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Um, but Nick Enketia, he's 5, 5.3 million, 5.4 million, cheap as chips. And it looks like that he's going to be playing um, for the remainder of the season, probably, um, because his contract runs out at the end of the season. I think they're trying to see what they've got in him um to try and kind of get a contract out of him um because it looks like Lacazette is he's gone now hasn't he it's it's starting to look like it and that's obviously benefited Saka it's actually ridiculous the pricing of all these Arsenal assets Mm -hmm. so like like all of them which I mean even Ramsdale was 4.5 Ben White was 4.5 yeah I mean we're probably not looking at the defensive players at the moment um but yeah they've just got cheap players in every position so maybe if someone's not got chips looking to do a downgrade to get some money going for a second arsenal wouldn't be wouldn't be the worst show in the world no that's right and um oh what's it uh oh what's his name rob the the defender oh rob holding rob holding yeah that's right he could he's only 4.1 million and he could be a shout if um, White is injured because um, it looks like he's got a hamstring injury. Hamstring, yeah. But we don't know how long he's out for. But Even then, Cedric say, and Tavares are, are so cheap as well. Yeah, like, it's true. Mm-hmm. They're actually so cheap that Ben White's almost like the premium at 4.6 4. or whatever he is. But yeah, it's true. Yeah. And <laughs> he would have been he's he would have been a great pick for the whole season, really. Some people have had him for the whole season. Is that Ben White? Yeah. Yeah, I had this conversation with Josh and he was pushing for Ben White and I was saying he was boring. (laughs) And he'd actually done quite well until recently. (laughs) See, the boring pick's quite often the best one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Saka's turned from a boring pick into borderline essential pick Mm -hmm. just over the course of a few months. But um, yeah, that's brilliant. So what we'll do, quickly, I'm going to run over the the leagues and then we'll get into our captains, so our transfers and captains. Um, obviously for next week for the big double so um, the main FPL surgery podcast league uh, top is Ryan Mackey second is Tess Ocklin third is Eva Ostvik uh, fourth is Sam who was on the pod the other week and fifth is Sandre and then the Patreon league we've got Hortz, um is steaming ahead in first place um, we've got Todd Rolap in second CJ you're in third uh, Mikhail Van Harlem is in fourth and Bernardo knows Maldonado. He's in fifth place. Um, so we hadn't done those for a while, but I mean, there's some really impressive, really impressive ranks in there. I'm just checking. So Hortz is 1.5 K in the world. Having a br- and he's just played his wild card and he's got Pookie on the bench. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so we do our transfers and captains Ross. Um, and then, then we'll, then we'll wrap up. So, What's your moves for this week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not totally sure just yet. Uh, I, th- I think I might be really boring and do a goalkeeper change. And that would be um, Ramsey for Pickford. I know that's a double okay. for a double, but I think I trust. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I trust Pickford more than than Ramsdale. Um, and then you get the extra double next week. And then, yeah, but that doesn't really matter because I'm. Uh, oh, because you're free hitting. Yeah, it's either it's either Pickford or Schmeichel. God, that that is boring. Yeah, so boring, <laughs> isn't it? I've chosen the most boring pick for the week that I go on a podcast. You've got um, this amazing strategy where you can bring in anyone you want for this game week and thirty eight. Mm-hmm. And you're going to change your goalie. So there is, there is one, there is one kind of exciting move that I could make, but it is only based on if I mean nobody, um, nobody asks uh, or wants an injury. But if Andrew Robertson's uh, wife 
did get pregnant and she's about to give birth and he somehow takes a week off which I don't think anybody any football player does these days um I would swap Robertson for Simicass and then I'd swap Foden for Sun which was very similar to a move I was looking at last yeah. week if we got news and what and then you'll play Simicass and then I would play Simicass Okay, but he'd probably only get one game, wouldn't he? Although, yeah, because hopefully the Villa game, yeah. I think Robertson would be most likely to only play one game, and if he plays Spurs, then I could gamble on, um, I could gamble on um him not doing very well that game week, so I wouldn't be at a loss that much from it. But I think Son is is absolutely the talisman at the moment. Um, and Foden less less so so yeah. I could do that for a minus four and then I'm I'm in a perfect position for 38 as well what exactly where I want to be I was gonna say I mean it makes more sense for you because you're free hitting in 37 that you're then on the yeah like you said the triple spurs mm-hmm. in, 30, in 38 I guess the only thing is some people might say and I don't fully agree but some people might say spurs doubles not very good Liverpool and Arsenal see I I disagree when it comes to Sun because I think that is a, a count, two counter-attacking games, mm-hmm. and Sun is is best in those games, isn't he? More so than Kane. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> he says. No, I'm kind of, I'm yeah. kind of double jinxing myself oh, here. Hopefully, we'll I'll see, we'll see good Kane, Kane returns. <laughs> but yeah. I've been so excited by the double. I've not even been thinking about Son. Like, I mean, I guess he's not going to be captain. So that's the <laughs> Do you know yeah, what? One, one thing has helped me. Like, so last season, I kept not captaining Bruno and he had like 150% effective ownership, whereas Son was more near a 60. So right. as painful as Son is, mm-hmm. this is nothing like that. Like, as in, I'm a mm-hmm. bit more resi- resilient to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's still not, it's still not nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it sounds good. Sounds good. Um, what for about me, you? I, well, um, I've made a real meal of this because I, basically I'm, I set it all up so that I could do James to Robertson because I'm playing a back five. So I've got all my doublers in place. I've got Cancelo, Laporte, Trent, Alonso and James. So I'm going, going to go to the standard, you know, double Liverpool defence. I have double City and then Alonso seems quite nice. Now with this Robertson playing tonight, I'm, I'm just questioning if James is just as good as Robertson, or I could look at going to Matip, and then I could get Foden in for Kudelski. But then I'd want Kudelski back for 38. If I remove Coutinho, I then need him for next week. I'm in 37, so I'll be a doubler down next week. Part of me thinks maybe I should should roll. But it just seems like it's the most exciting double, you know, of the season. And I'd be rolling a transfer when there's only a couple of game weeks left afterwards. Doesn't sound right, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't sound right at all. But what I should have done is I should have rolled last week. <laughs> I was spooked because I had three <laughs> Chelsea, three Chelsea players. And I guess, you know, no one expected them all, all to start. Or some people did, like Gianni, for example. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was nervous that I could have, you know, all three Chelsea might not play. I was nervous, you know, that one of my Liverpool might not play. Both of them didn't start. So, I, yeah, long answer short, I, I don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not normally this stumped, but I was so stumped at the deadline this week, which I'm not normally. I normally make my decisions very early. Normally, I've got a plan in place before we record. I None don't know. of that. No, well, I mean, I, my team's okay, you know. I, I'd say it's above average. Um for this team i'm not over the moon with like foster in goal but i've got foster and pope so they've both got a double it by fluke it mm-hmm. rotates quite well i really don't know <laughs> so well liverpool might be playing 120 minutes tonight because they're currently two nil down this is the other thing this is the other thing it's it's just hard to make a decision so we'll <laughs> see but i mean captain i'm gonna go for salah what about you <laughs> yeah i was surprisingly i'm going for salah too nice so that's that's easy that's easy yeah. who's your who's your vice captain <laughs> oh i haven't even thought about that um oh. probably kane see i had it on kane and i've moved it to saka <laughs> yeah do you really? know what wow do you wow. know what saka home no. to leeds away to like, spurs i'm, I'm not yeah, gonna do it i'm not gonna the, do it 
the problem is though that these kind of teams that are fighting for relegation aren't easy fixtures anymore. I don't think that Leeds game is an easy fixture. In but, fact, yeah, they're probably tighter at the back than they were. Yeah. And, However, I I just look at Leeds. I just think I think that could be potential. I mean, I definitely want him in my team. Like mm. we mentioned. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have that coverage. Yeah. It was just a thought when I looked at when we well when we started talking about vice captains. It's like I'm clearly going to go for Salah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it or even one of like the defenders. Defenders seem can do well in doubles. We've just got a lot of risk of like so mm. I've got Alonso and James looking mm. at Robertson. They could all be a risk. Just think of Matty Cash a few weeks ago. Didn't he score 27 points, 29 yeah. points in the double? Yeah, ridiculous. When people had Dean, who's now it back? It does happen. <laughs> Dean's now back. You know what's going to happen? Stones. Dean's going to go off. What, and everyone's <laughs> owns cash. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so classically Dean, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> it, really, it really, really would. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll wrap up there, Ross. I mean, do you want to mm. talk quickly about you know F- fpl merch what you and james are doing sure um yeah it's kind of gearing to the end of the season which means that people start um looking for trophies and loser forfeits and also personalized memorabilia like mugs um we we personalize mugs to kind of fit your your top ranks um for the last few seasons and you can literally get anything that you need from our site fplmerch.com um and we've got new trophies that have come in especially for this end of this season so we're very excited about it also what i said uh before previously just um just touched on it but we've got a um a free newsletter that comes out every friday and that is everything that you need to know in it um before the game week starts in just a five minute read and that is over at fpltips.com. Um, and that is going really well. We've had some really good feedback. In fact, we had somebody that texted me um, that said that their dad changed the captaincy from Salah to Son this week purely because of what we said on the newsletter. So um, he wasn't so happy about it, but his dad was. <laughs> I hope it didn't change the effective ownership too much. And that's why we got the... The well, red arrows there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, we're big time. No, it, we're just a small little, uh, small little newsletter, but it's we put a lot of effort into it, and it is um, it's going really well at the moment. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really really glad to hear it because like like I mentioned earlier, you you know supported the pod last year, um, and it's brilliant what you what you and James are doing there, and it's always good having you on the on the pod as well um i'm Thanks, interested Rich. in yeah you promised me a wooden spoon last year but d- don't worry about it <laughs> i don't <laughs> oh, need yeah, it now i, did. I don't need it i got now. plenty yeah. just here uh, it's all right. <laughs> take, take your pick i, I love i love all the forfeit stuff that you do and you don't need one this season though that's the problem no i know well the season the season is young <laughs> well kind of young kind <laughs> three of young. weeks to go yeah you never you never know there's no. there's been spectacular rises so maybe there can be some mm-hmm. spectacular falls because at some point <laughs> i'm so close to where i want to be and can't get there i'm gonna have to do something i'm just it's true it's just, true just Touch waiting yeah. well thanks for having me on the pod it's been it's been a lot of fun no thank you very much ross and we've just got one more thing to say up the pod up the pod up the pod